Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a coming, it's rolling around a bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, and time keeps dragging on. All right, here we go. Primetime Titans. It's JG. And I'm Pettit. And uh, it's just the two of us again. Um, we, first off, want to apologize. Uh, we're not trying to make excuses to not talk about Will Levis. Pettit and I promise we are, you know, Pettit is my witness. I'm Pettit's witness. We talked about him after the Falcons game. We did. We did a recording. But our recording something happened with it there were some technical difficulties so it wasn't just us trying to get away from talking about will levis we promise but with that said we will you know we'll we'll give him some props there's been a a second game uh since we did that recording and saw the first game so just wanted to throw that out there at the start you know we won't really talk much about the falcons game in this we kind of already did that unfortunately it was not recorded well enough to be released um but just know that after the falcons game we were happy with will levis but we still wanted to see more which leads us to the steelers game and this episode's going to be uh you know steelers and kind of moving forward bucks game as well so it's kind of uh all in one but pettit i want to know your thoughts i mean Obviously, it was one game, and we wanted to kind of see more from Levis. I would say, and there, you know, I've seen a few people say this. You could arguably say some of what he was doing on Thursday was a, even more impressive than what he did against the Falcons. What'd you think about Will Levis? What'd you think about the Steelers game? We obviously lost, but I think it was twenty to sixteen. Um, but yeah, what did you think? Um. Yeah, I mean, he's looked surprisingly very good so far. He has a very strong arm, and he has honestly great touch. You know, watching a lot of his throws from the Steelers game specifically, he has a lot of throws where he just kind of like guides it, just bobs it a little bit over the linebacker or, you know, DB that's, you know, a few yards in front of the receiver, and then he kind of just gently guides it into the receiver's hands which is a very impressive throw and not a lot of QBs are that great at it um, because it's a really hard throw. And I think it's very encouraging that, you know, he's up there with some of the elites that can make that kind of throw that just lobs it right in between a safety and in between a linebacker or whatever that looks like. He had a lot of that. And whether it was to Hopkins or to Kyle Phillips, um, which is a, a fun throw to see your QB make because that opens up a lot of passes. I feel like, um, yeah, I mean, he's looked, he's looked very good. I'm, I've been impressed, especially with the fact that he, I think is first or sec or tied for second on most pressures, uh, you know, allowed pressures on him, uh, since he started. So he's doing all of this with, you know, one of the worst O lines in the league. And it just seems to keep getting worse and worse. So, 
Um, it's very promising. I'd be very curious to see what he could do with even a mediocre O-line. I think if we had a mediocre O-line, I, I think our entire season would look very different this year. Um, I feel like we could actually kind of make a run. But unfortunately, we, we, it is what it is, and everyone seems to keep getting hurt on the O-line now. That, that Steelers game was brutal. But overall, Will Levis, again, I said five games. Originally, I said six. Now I'm saying five. So three more games. Let's prove it. Um, but it's looking promising, which is great. Yeah, and going into the game, Chris Hubbard was already out. Uh, you know, in terms of our offensive line, NPF got hurt in the game. Uh, yeah, likely had to come in. NPF likely has a season-ending injury. Yeah. So, like, our our line and Daniel Brunskill was basically he was pulling a Ben Jones where he was just getting destroyed and still just powering through. So props to Brunskill. I freaking love Brunskill. Um, Skaronsky was playing well. Aaron Brewer did fine, but you know, our tackles I actually think, Skr- think Skaronsky actually had the lowest grade on the def- on the offense. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, him, I still love him and like him and like Kyle Pecco or whatever. Is his name? Tight end. Yeah. Um, no, the Pecco is the D lineman. Uh, Wait, oh, uh, uh, yeah, Wesco. That's who it is. Yeah, Wesco. Yep. Um, yeah, no, it, I mean, we were, yeah, Will Levis was under pressure the whole night. He was making some throws where, like, he would not be set or he would have to throw off his back foot or he would have to, like, jump into a throw. He had some beautiful throws to NWI as well. He just, he showed some flashes. And I, I don't think the the last try, so, okay, I don't know about you, Pettit, but, and I felt this way some in the Falcons game, and I had actually said this when we had recorded, but, um, like, during the year with Tannehill, I got to a point where I was not confident at all on, in our offense to make any kind of drive out of anything. And surprisingly, there have been times where we have, like, whether it's right before the half or, at the end of the game in this instance with the Steelers. If we are kind of put back and, and we've got to put a drive together, I actually kind of am confident that Will Levis is going to be able to drive us down. I mean, he like he had a perfect opportunity to show us what he was made of against the Steelers. Technically two times that first time at the end of the game, it was a we got like a uh, good field position because of a penalty by them. We didn't do. We went four. Not return, right? Yeah, it was. It was something. Something happened where we had good field position. I think. I think it was, think it was on them. And the punt return. I think we were already at like their fifty or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it was. I'm talking about the third and four when Tajay Spears ran it, and then the fourth and four when we threw it deep to Traylon, and he got hurt on the play and got concussed, which was a very scary moment. And I'm glad he's okay. But also, now that he's okay, I feel better saying that I've been pretty dang pissed with Traylon Burks. But I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm just I'm frustrated with him. Um, I mean, he's, but, he's been yeah, so, he's been so average. Not even he's been so below average of a like receiver. He's not even doing anything. His just, hands aren't that good. His routes aren't that like he not that fast. Like he literally none of the boxes are checked with him. It's 
it's pretty frustrating. Um, and it just makes it worse that like he already had a lot of pressure on him because we took him in the AJ Brown trade. So then everyone's going to compare him to AJ Brown. So, and that's obviously not going well at all because AJ Brown is an absolute beast. Um, but yeah, that's, I won't be too hard on him because he, he's concussed big time. I don't think he's playing against the bucks. Uh, I, I would be surprised. I don't, I don't think we're rushing him back at all. Um, but anyways, play calling on that was not the best. I think a lot of people were hard on Tim Kelly um, for that game. Maybe a little too hard on him. I don't know. I still think he did fine. But anyways, we ended up getting the ball back. And we had, you know, about a minute to drive down. I don't think we had any timeouts. And Will Levis put us in position. And we actually, like, had a shot. And I don't know about you, Pet. I don't put too much into the interception he threw at the end of the game because no, no. he got a score. Yeah. Yeah. He and, got a score. Like, and honestly, if you look at that play, the last two where, you know, we almost threw the pick on the play before, <clears throat> nobody's open. You yeah, know what I mean? I mean, there's, it's a, I thought those were pretty bad play calls, actually. I think the last one was just four verts and it was like, what? Mm-hmm. What a weird play for, you know, being on the 20 yard line. And I know you got to get a touchdown, but like, Get a little more creative than that. I mean, there was no one. Yeah, open, you could have. So. Yeah, I mean, the, I think we threw the pick with eleven seconds left, and so you could have run, you know, a seven to ten yard, try and get an out route to the sideline and get a. Which little we had more done more the play yards. before. Yeah. Which helped. What, we were on the twenty-five, and we got to about the twenty. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I think the Steelers game overall, like. I don't know what has happened to our run defense uh, the last four games. I'm pretty sure we've given up a ton of rushing yards. Um, I think we miss Kevin Byard, but at the same time, I'm not like, I still think that that was a fine decision to trade him because we needed draft picks and it was a business decision. Um, it just, he made sense to trade. Um, I don't like, I don't know what's wrong. I really don't. But just moving forward after the Falcons game, I got excited because I thought, Oh my gosh, playoffs are in reach. We can maybe win the division. And then the Steelers game happened and I was weirdly really down about it because, and I say weirdly really down because I thought I was ready this year to, to lose and like get just ultimately get a better draft pick. But, I think after the Falcons game, I got my confidence in this team back to where it hurt even more losing to the Steelers. And I think I need to tell myself, like I'm to a point where throughout the year I was mad at the Titans and pissed at them and like was frustrated with them when they lost. And after this one, I was just sad. I was down. Like, why did I get my hopes back up? And Mm -hmm. why did I think we could maybe do something? We are not nearly to the talent of other teams you watch on sunday you know your team's already played you watch red zone you watch a bunch of games and you see some teams you're like we cannot compete with them at all we can't keep Mm -hmm. up with them like sure will levis looks good but the rest of our team and how we actually are playing we're not matching that so for me like i think pettit i need to kind of prepare for losses and like have maybe the rest of the year see Will Levis play well because you know we found some news out uh, yesterday on Tuesday 
um, that Mike Vrabel said Will Levis is the starter and Tannehill's going to be the backup, which, thank goodness, uh, I think a lot of people were frustrated with Vrabel potentially mm-hmm. putting Tannehill back out there. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, how how'd you feel after the loss – and what do you think of moving forward? We'll start to kind of head that direction and talk about the rest of the year. Yeah. Uh, I had Steelers on my snake draft. Um, Frick. So that's unfortunate. Are I would you have been 3-0? Three three I would have been 3-0. and <laughs> I'm now 2-1. and one. Oh, sorry. Duh. We lost the Steelers. Yeah. I'm in yeah. But I think you guys are – I guess you're 1-1. One and one. You have Bucks coming up this week. Gotcha. Um, and then – Robert is 0-2, but he doesn't have until week 14 left. Um, so, yeah, I mean, after Steelers, again, I think wa- walking away from that game is it's kind of what you kind of walk away with from the last couple games, or almost all season, um, except the Will Levis, you know what I mean? I think the same players seem to flash brilliance. Um, if they were on different teams, they would be kind of superstars a little bit which is really unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, Spears would be a superstar, you know, rookie this year somewhere else. Um, you know, Derrick Henry's been playing still very, you know, not nearly as high of a level, but still been playing very well. Um, Hopkins is still very, very good. And then, honestly, one of the most encouraging, fun things I saw, which this is what we should be the most excited about for the future, is Kyle Phillips and Will Levis. Kyle yeah. Phillips played very well, and he point. very clearly had a connection with Will Levis. They kind of looked like a duo to be to be trifled with a little bit, and it was it was kind of fun to watch. And it's fun to see a rookie, a, a a good rookie quarterback, have a connection with a wide receiver that, um, you know, could when you, when you have a potential, let's say, quote superstar quarterback potentially. You know, finding a connection with like a a, a wide receiver that you have is, is going to be fun. You know, I think maybe this is an early predi- prediction, but draft Kyle Phillips next year in your fantasy leagues, people. Um, wow. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Because Will Levis throws a lot of – he gets a lot of yards. Maybe not touchdowns yet. We don't know about touchdowns too much, but he's going to get a lot of receptions. I think Kyle Phillips will next yeah. year. Assuming he stays healthy. Yeah. be like – uh, on a like, his ceiling is like twenty twenty one Hunter Renfro. Yeah, well, I don't know about ceiling. Good. I think his ceiling could be higher than that. Well, yeah, Kyle Phillips yeah. could, but um, that was that was one of the most exciting parts. I think um, you know, some of the most negative was how atrocious the O line looked. I mean, I mean, Will Levis seriously did as well as you can with how much pressure he had. Do you remember that one play where he screened it off to Derrick Henry when mm-hmm. he was about to get murdered? I mean, yeah, he did such a great job on that play. Um, really put his, his life on the line on that one. Um, defense, the DBs are, are bad. Eric uh, Garer, Garer yeah. is bad. He's, he's really bad. Um, Elijah Molden has been playing just okay. Um, it's, it kind of just feels like, you know, Fulton was our weak point on defense. It felt like, and now it feels like there's weaker points. So they're not even targeting him at all. 
Um, so I don't know if Fulton's playing better. I really don't. Or if they're just like, you know, there's other guys in the field that are significantly worse. Um, Terrell so it's Edmonds really just, is not good. Yeah, Terrell Edmonds is not good the either. safety we got in the buyer trade, he's just yeah. not good. <laughs> he's not good. It's pretty much just a Monty Hooker and, and Fulton at this point. Because I think, but, you know, we got Roger McCreary coming back uh, this week, hopefully. Looking forward, though, I mean, I, I think it's just going to be a whole lot of the same thing moving forward this year. We're going to have a little bit more excitement now that Will Levis is starting. I think we're going to see a lot of yards, a lot of offensive production. But I think we're still going to lose a bunch of games. And it's going to be a little frustrating, but I think we now have a clear goal. And what's exciting, actually, is it feels like our – if we do decide, which, I mean, we're going to have to, decide the rebuild route, we should have it pretty easy because we've hopefully found a quarterback. Yeah. And and we have Spears and and hopefully Kyle Phillips. So I think that's the new face of the Titans is Spears, Levis, Kyle Phillips. Well, too, um, now that the Bears made um now that the Bears did that Montez sweat deal, uh, for the the DN they traded for with the commanders. Yeah. We now have the most cap space um next year like for 2024. So we're going to have a ton of cap space. If I like, seriously, I hate like, I think Robert and I were kind of joking a few weeks ago or not. We weren't joking, but it sort of was talked about as a joke um, about the tanking. Cause we were thinking we were saying tank because we want a quarterback. Yeah. So now you don't necessarily have to tank, but you just look at it and you're like, okay, well, if you think about it, the higher draft pick we have, the better it's off more valuable. we're going to be. So, yeah. like, if we somehow could put ourselves in position to get there, there are two supposedly there are two like franchise left tackles in the draft next year. It's a guy. Uh, it's like Fashanu or, or something from Penn State, and then Joe Alt from Notre Dame. I think those are their names. Just know they're from Penn State and Notre Dame. They're studs. And so yeah. those guys are solid to get. Maybe somehow you put yourself in position to get Marvin Harrison Jr. That You're going to have to be like second or third pick. Seriously. Yeah. And then trade down or something. Yeah. and maybe Yeah. Um, or maybe. Is that what you're saying? Getting, try, try and trade down like two or three picks and then. No, I'm saying. I'm saying pick, like. Double up on to get To get Marvin Harrison Jr you're going to have to be like the second or third pick uh, uh, is what uh, I'm saying. Yeah. Um, there's from Florida state, Keon Coleman. I mean, there, there are good, there are a good number of receivers. Um, that I think there's already like five that are projected in the first round and somewhat higher up. Um, like it's going to be a pretty good draft class next year. So in a way, I don't know, like you think about the Steelers game, like I said, a loss really wasn't the worst thing because if we have, if we are in a position to where we really have found our quarterback in Will Levis, and I can't believe I'm saying that, but um, if we have, then the kind of position we're in is it's at least like the rest of the year we can hold on to that. Yeah. I think we talked about it 
uh, last year with Malik Willis where Robert kept saying, like, we almost didn't want to see Malik Willis because we didn't want to know how he was. We saw with Malik Willis that he was not good, and it was not a fun rest of the year. We lost seven straight. That wasn't fun. And because, I mean, we, we got the number 11 pick, and we almost went to the playoffs, but it still was not fun because we knew Malik Willis was terrible. This year, if we keep losing and, and or, you know, say we lose out, not lose out, but we lose more, like a, uh, you know, a good bit. Maybe we only win two or three more games. We at least have some something in Will Levis. And mm-hmm. what you're seeing from Will Levis is it's at least like he's showing flashes. Yes, he had some mistakes and he's had some, you know, decision making that hasn't been the best. But those are the kind, of, the kind of things that you're seeing and the decisions he's making are the kind of things you can coach him on. You can teach him. And the, the way that you're going to get him better at it is you keep giving him reps to see that in film and let him keep learning. So him playing the rest of the year, I mean, we saw it even with the horrible offensive line. He still was able to put something out there to be desirable. And against the Steelers who like really crushed us. And I heard something. Uh, I mean, you look at the Bucks. We're playing on Sunday. C.J. Stroud, I know C.J. Stroud has been phenomenal, probably already offensive rookie of the year. He just put up 470 yards against the Bucks, And one of the reasons why, and I think the, the week before, whoever they played, they gave up a good bit of um, point, uh, yards as well. The Bucks supposedly don't have a good pass rush. So, um, and I don't know if Vita Vea played Sunday, if he plays into that, but if they don't have a good pass rush and Will Levis – we get to see him play with like a cleaner pocket. I, I'm that excites me. That makes me like almost think we can potentially win the game. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I, I think moving forward the rest of the year, it is okay if we lose because we could get a higher draft pick. But I just want to, it's like maybe we want competitive losses the rest of the way. I don't know. Um, so I think it's we're in a weird spot, Pettit. Yeah, but I we're in like the best worst spot you can be. Yes, I would agree. Best like worst we, spot you can be. I was trying have, to, I was trying to process that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like we hopefully have a a franchise quarterback in Will Levis. We have you know Hopkins for another year, which I guess doesn't matter as much. But we have and then we have. Kyle Phillips for a few more years. We have Spears for a few more years. You know, we're about to sign, you know, Big Jeff. Um, there's some core guys on our team. that, And then Skronsky. I mean, there's some core guys on our team that we can build around. And then we have collected a, a few draft picks for next year. And then we have a ton of cap space for next year. So it's like we have a, a, a what should be on paper a quick rebuild. Yeah. I think we're going to see a big change in the entire face of the team next year. I wouldn't be surprised if we even try and sell off, you know, maybe Hopkins, maybe not. I don't really know what that looks like depending on how the draft goes and where we land in that, you know, maybe we'll look into that idea, but also will Levis and Hopkins have a good connection. So we'll see. I mean, I was just reading that. I think um, Tristan Wirfs, the Bucks O lineman, I think, is a free agent next year. Whoa. Um, 
I, I'm pretty sure. I honestly was just glancing at it. I, I didn't look at it Sounds entirely. Good. But, you know, I think there's some theory of the Titans picking him up. Potentially, he's been one of the best, you know, offensive linemen in the league for the last, you know, 10 like, years. For a long time. He's been in the league for no, a while. No, he, so, he, I think he was drafted in 2020. So, that's the thing. He, he'd be on his he, – his rookie year would have ended. Or his rookie deal would have ended after this year. Really? He's that young? I thought he was a yeah, little bit older he, than he, that. He was drafted in like You're 19 right. or 20. Yeah. I think he was drafted in 19. Yeah. So, I mean, if the Bucks don't have, like, aren't able to re-sign him, which I feel like they would maybe, they would want to try to, but if they don't and they just have to cut bait, then he would be a great one to go for. I mean, we're in the, we're in the position with the cap space, like, spend money on defense and any studs on the O-line that still have it with, like, snag them and then draft a ton of O-linemen, uh, draft receivers, and maybe like draft a corner and like, I mean, you're right. We it could be somewhat of like it looks like a quicker rebuild. Yeah, yeah, which is encouraging. Definitely encouraging. So, yeah, I think I don't know. I, I, bear with us for sure because I think at this point, Pettit. I think it's fair to say, a few weeks ago when we were talking about, uh, I think the preview of the Falcons game. We talked about how we might have some more um, down episodes and sad talks because of, you know, how frustrating the team was, how mad the team was making us. Um, But now I think it's a different outlook the rest of the year where it's like, okay, I don't, I almost feel like every episode the rest of the year is just going to be evaluating Will Levis. We're this this podcast is it's be, going to become a primetime Billy Jeans like I, I mean like is that all we're going to talk about the rest of the year? Uh, maybe Spears has a breakout game one game and has like a ton of touchdowns. Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be fun seeing. We're going to see Will Levis versus Bryce Young. We're going to see Will Levis versus C.J. Stroud for two games. And I mean, think about like the AFC Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and I, I was about to say that. We're going to see Levis versus Trevor Lawrence for two games. Like, the AFC South. It would be interesting be, to see him against Anthony Richardson. That would be interesting. Um, obviously, he's out for the year, but um, we'll have to wait until next year for that. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, Bucks game, I do have that in Snake Draft, and I did predict it to be a win. So in terms of what I think will happen – I think we could win. Maybe, maybe we get over thirty points. Oh, all right. I'm gonna all say right. we beat the Bucks thirty to twenty six. We, for all the listeners, we have not scored over thirty points in I think twenty five, twenty six games now consecutively. Yeah, well, it's like since twenty twenty one. Yeah, early twenty twenty one. So that's not a good stat to record be holding at the moment. Uh, but another thing to be concerned about with the Bucks, it is at the Bucks. We have been atrocious on the road. I mean, since the Packers, since last year Thursday night football on my birthday, if you remember November seventeenth, uh, or um, 
we won against the Packers. We have not won a road game since then. So that's embarrassing. And that's bad. So who knows? Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I think that uh, overall, uh, it's it's like Pettit said, we're in the best worst scenario ever. Uh, and um, we at least can potentially say we've found our quarterback. We need to see more games like Pettit said, but it could be, you know, we could be losing some games, but still have a fun rest of the year. We're starting to look a little more exciting, exciting, and uh, we'll see. So I think overall, just keep keep rooting on the Titans. You never know what Vrabel can pull out of his hat. But, um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. And I think that uh, just got to keep hoping that Levis is going to be the guy and not show us some atrocious performance. So we'll see what happens against the Bucks, and uh, we'll be with you all next week. So that's it. I'm JG. I'm Pettit. And we thank y'all. Always be a good boy. Don't ever play with guns. But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head out.